Welcome to the episode of What in the Varsity Podcast. Um, so great to have you. So great to be honored with your time because I know you're a busy lady, a world traveled <laughs> lady who's been all over the Thank job. You. I mean, I remember a few months back, I was trying to link up with you and I thought you were in South America and then in Asia. <laughs> in Africa, I'm like, wow, how did you get to travel all this? Going <laughs> is going on? Why are you all over the place? Living that life, ne? Enjoying. Why we try? We try. No, thanks to you. Uh, thank you for having me. Something solid cooking here, so that's a great initiative. Oh, so yeah. Thank, thank you. I mean, it's such an honor because now I get to talk to you guys who people in Germany, who in France, who have been to Asia, who have been to South America, who now know Spanish. From growing up knowing the real <laughs> to Spanish. See, 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 see. It's such a crazy journey, man. Um, nah, so true, how have you man. been? No, I've been great. I've been great. Um, actually, here to be to visit family, which is good. So yeah, it's good to be back. Um, let's jump right onto it. So you finish yeah. high school, you pass, then another town, visit another life course. How was the transition for you? It's quite an interesting journey. Say, but I went into it with an open heart and an open mindset. Uh, first is, I never wanted to be at the nearest university. I wanted to be away from home. Wanted the freedom. But say, yeah, not not just the freedom. I can say to, I've always had that thrill of being away, thrill of being um, discovering, not discovering myself, but remembering who I who I am. Uh, to say. I think when you are in a different country, in a different city or a country, these situations kind of push you off your comfort zone, uh, oh, you yeah. know, and you are. And so that's what I wanted to experience. Oh, that's that's nice. And how did you, you find the change? Because obviously I understand it was a different language barrier altogether, different culture, different even like even from the music just basically so how was the transition for you that particular thing did you adjust properly because i i know if you're in a different town at times you experience tribalism ridicule and stuff like that these are experiences that we go through um but for me i had a different journey i had um i didn't experience i was able to embrace and learn the language first of all um I mean, okay. I could find myself dual coding sometimes. And I think when you learn a language, you inter- you, you tend to interact with people a little bit more. Uh, you tend to have more, you know, more people like willing to to work with, uh, accept you. So I think that's, that really helped. Oh, yes, I didn't yes, go yes. there with, I went there with oh, an yeah, open yeah, heart. Yeah. I went to say, you know what? This is, th- this is me and this is how I would like to live my life in this city. And how, how did family, like your family back home, obviously living family, you're 19, 20, thereabouts, how did they react to it? 
was there an excitement or was he a girl child? And we know in our culture, like females, it's still seen as a baby, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. My father was a bit anxious about me leaving. Um, he was he was eager to get me to leave on campus, but due to the issues of residence and all, like we couldn't get, I ended up leaving off campus. Um, but as oh, I, I, I mean, yes. I, as time went on, he was okay. Maybe when you you prove yourself to be responsible, parents kind of take it and ease on you. And mm. of course, you go there to study, right? Um, how is the whole? Yes. Because I know high school, high school learning system or the curriculum and stuff completely different from varsity. Like, how did you, how did you find it? Because, you know, in terms you used to giving teachers giving you notes and like telling you what to do, yes, homework. Were you how was the whole education side of? It? Yeah, I think uh, it's quite interesting because when I, I remember, like, uh, I, I was always so I was doing theater arts um, and philosophy and French. So I'm in a place where I'm like, I mean, I love to be enrolled in a program that I really liked. So I wasn't forced into okay. um, doing medicine. So I was happy to be in something that I was motivated to do, to learn. So that really helped me a lot. Oh, you know, um, like I, I've 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 total respect for your for what you studied, but then it was fascinating for me was, you know, I come from a background where like I couldn't have told my parents I'm doing arts or theater and stuff. Like they have told me, nah, you're not doing that. For you, how did you present that to your parents? Like that, that, that just when you sit them down and tell them, I'm studying theater, <laughs> obviously for a black yeah. family. But you know what happens? It becomes a bit different when you come from a family where, I mean, you are that girl. I'm, I'm, the, I'm a second, you know, like um, child who has tried to make it without falling pregnant oh i choose to do whatever i choose to do at that point parents are already excited for the fact that i've made it into university so that wasn't oh, yeah, 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 much yeah. because of so it's like you are in a in a part whereby parents are excited about you being in you know enrolled in university where else your sister has not made it that far yes, that yes, really yes, helped yes, as well yes, yes. so, so now basically but of course, there were concerns. There were concerns from people like, okay, is this going to be useful later on? What is the job market like? Uh, why? What those questions were there? I think. Yeah, definitely. Imagine how, how, how challenging it was for you to have to explain countless times to people why arts, why theater, especially in Africa, which is seen as an industry that's not really fruitful. And right now, and when I was into it, I also was like, Okay, saying yes. it wasn't just not yes. from the people around me. Those questions, um, but nothing beats you doing something that you truly love. I've always been that, an art person, definitely, and so that, I definitely, mm. yeah. It's because the reason why I ask, you know, I, I realized when I was, I think I was, I was, I was doing my internship somewhere, um, because I was at an NGO, and I, I always wondered how many people get career guidance, like when they're going to varsity, because. That's the ultimate stage, I think, before you start adulting, they say. So when people get guidance to study what they want or study what is fruitful, is it this passion actually and a living for me, you know? Yeah. I never got career guidance, Phil. I never got the career guidance. I weren't and at the university offerings. I did my results and I was like, I mean, I'm looking at my results. Which program can I take? 
think that's a very huge thing to say into university without having that proper career guidance. We're kind of like delving in either living through people's perceptions of what program is more prestigious, you know? Well, such, I think it's one also, also one of the reasons why amongst graduates is so high because most people just mm. are pushed basically by the system degree or diploma or whatever to study it if you fail to even see the possibilities of what you can do other than just looking for a job you get the sense yes people so stuck even after graduating to the sense where they even regret the whole four five three two years they spend at varsity that's like you've wasted years right doing a program yes. it's, it's, the times have changed from in the days where it was like okay go to university study for medicine and get a good job and family and all that times have really changed you might have that good degree but it's all about opportunities i always say it's about opportunities and opportunities do come to everyone it's a matter of time it's definitely definitely true and it's such a shame man when you see people languishing especially people started degrees they don't know what to do with them at the end of the day after graduating here someone is now doing course at something opposite to what they studied for for four or five years you know at mm. times you feel like they're wasting resources but then i think career guidance is key key factors for, for high school students out there to make sure you get the best career guidance you can ever have you know so, not just the career yes also looking at uh, not just the career guidance but also looking at the world and how the world is changing and what works right so you see that yes, our yes, yes best so you have people learning theory but there's no practical work and when you go into the workforce you can't you can't compete against um the world or external people or external graduates because you have is that oh the theory is yes, yes, yes. i like i like that a mm. lot um i don't know if you remember i think you also studied sociology at some point we always mm. try to, to yeah. claim these theories from 1940-something and stuff and stuff. And then when you think about it, some a, a small margin to like apply to your everyday life. But then someone who gets practical learning, which is backed by the theory, well, the theory, most theories are ancient now, you know, that was an advantage. And I think those are the people at times who are even able to maneuver with their own degree where someone who just did like mostly theory can't even think out of the box without the degree. Saying theory is not just enough, right? The world is becoming yes. more and technological, right? Yes. So if you can't keep up with the times, it just definitely true. And you know, it's such it's such a, a pity because I remember my time, um, like when you go to to, to varsity, there's some people can't like operate a laptop. It's not. It's not a ticket. Anyone who does it who's not, um, who's from a disadvantaged background, they can't get access to technology. But then, first year, mm. someone is struggling to operate a laptop, and such a shame because these are now key key things in today's society. Everyone expects you to know how to type, how to do the bare minimum with technology, such as a laptop and stuff. You know. Absolutely, absolutely, and this is what has to be. There has to be a reform. There has to, be, you know, it has to change the whole system has to change you know um i have to ask now i have to ask now i can't i can't skip this part okay <laughs> you go to another town all on your own in 
because I, I know you now. <laughs> Naughty ish. How was the lifestyle there at college? How was the lifestyle? What did you get up to? Wild. I was wild. When I say wild, it's, it's Roy's form. I think you experience everything when you're at university. There are times where there's um, hunger, there's times where things like boredom in this place and everything. You experience everything. It was a good journey to experience all those things. University. I think university life was where preparations. So it's more like a prep session for adulthood. That's what it felt like. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And okay. you have to remember nah, that. It, you, and it, at the same time, you have to remember that, okay, while I'm here, I know where I come from. I come from a city that, like this. And at the end of the day, when you're yes, like yes. a group of people, you make friends from different places. That, okay, there's this vibe. It's crazy. Um, there's weekends out. But at the same time, you then go back to remember, you know what? This is me. I know why I'm here, you know, to pass. Right. I have to pass. I can't afford. I can't afford have my parents pay again. So I, that wasn't an option for me. I, I do get what you're saying. I guess for you as well, since you're the first one to go to university, I think for you to succeed, not fall pregnant, not punk, and you, you, you know that pressure it comes from being a black family. you like the, the golden egg now. I'm there whenever they're talking about you. Nah, Mel, she's at varsity. She's doing, she's doing well and stuff. Now I have to ask now. Okay, finally, because I understand you traveled immediately, if not during your final year. Did you plan Absolutely. to leave mm-hmm. Africa? Like, plan in of your traveling? Because obviously, varsity was mm-hmm. coming to an end. Most people still trying to think, okay, after varsity, looking for a job, I have to try and make these one, two, three moves to secure my life. For you, how was it? Yeah, so I think uh, when I was at university, I managed to, um, people from, I mean, I was doing, arts and I managed to run a few programs that and I think that motivated me oh. at some point at some point um we had a you know we were doing from um Uganda we we're working with people from Germany and I was like this is amazing so like after I finish I just want to be out there and I'm not limiting myself to Africa and so I was like as soon as I finish university I want to be I was like I just want to be out there to experience more than what I just had. Oh, okay. That took okay. me to my Continue. first. Um, I'm saying that took me to my first um, outside experience where I went to Tanzania. How how was life in Tanzania? Like, that's the for me like the, the intriguing part, the interesting part about you. You leave, you leave home, go to a different town, studying French, and immediately after you're done with varsity. Life takes you to Tanzania. I mean, that's that's so wild. Yeah. People I know do this, like yeah. you people, because most of the time you're done with varsity, you look for a job locally to try settle. And I think uh, what worked for me was like looking at things from a different person, a person who wants things, you know, like quickly and all. So there were volunteer opportunities. I looked at opportunities and I realized there were volunteer opportunities. It was like. As long as I've got accommodation, as long as um, as long as I've got food and pocket money, I'm good to go. So I was my first place was an international school. So that was also exciting because I never went to an international school. I went to a government public school or 
you know. And so being in an international school, being in in an international schools, we're looking at a different curriculum. I was looking at uh, international baccalaureate. I was looking at um, all that. So for me, I took it as a learning experience. I was looking at their future, not their gratification. I was like, you know what? If I go out for this, I'm learning. You know, I'm learning something new. I'm working with uh, people from all over the world. It's an international school. So that that was the drive for me. And it how, worked. Wait, I just asked this to take you yeah. back. How do you maneuver around that? Because, for example, right now, I can guarantee you, go to the net, try to search for opportunities outside your country, get all these ads, and then if you do some deep diving, you get people telling you, nah, this is fake, this is human trafficking. For you, how do you move? How do you trust the system in that way for you to go from graduating, going to, because a lot of people tell you, now nah, I'm going to Germany, I'm going to this country. But then you go to Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So I'll say first, it's, I think I follow my instincts. I follow my instincts, but also I'm very much capable of doing my research about the places that I go to. So I take my time, um, you know, look into these places or these schools that I'm going to be in, you know, um, in to ensure that they are, you know, not, they are real. The years, how long has this been operating? How long is of this place? If I go to the embassy, is this a registered company that is there? So I take that time. I take oh, yes. a little bit more about the place. Um, and that's just about it. And then the other part of it is just risk taking. Uh, you never give you a hundred percent of what you expect. So you're going in with an open heart to be like, you know, this is a risk that I'm taking, but I'm willing to go through it. And I think that's the spirit that has led me to, you know, that's what I do. That's my philosophy that I, I go wherever. And I'm saying, but because I've made to go, I'm happy. I'm going to embrace whatever outcome this um this thing this i mean comes out with you know i do yeah. i do get you i like when you say you're a risk, risk taker was you see you see perspective i'm an introvert like i calculate so mm. much i criticalize everything i do point i in, in chile i'm like chile who goes to chile like yes. how do you you know <laughs> yes. your life is so interesting and I think I have to point yeah, out like... <laughs> that you know from a rich family which can afford to fly you no. around and hope whole no, country no, no, hopping no. and stuff. Or you to go from no, Tanzania no. to Chile and to then Chile, that, yeah. how does that happen? And then Thailand. And then Thailand and so yeah. And um, then so, Thailand. Uh, wow. Possibly moving to another country as well. Um <laughs> yeah. So I think Wow. Like man. I say, <laughs> we're not when I when I arrived, okay, this yeah. is East Africa, this is East Africa, but it's still Africa, man. I'm like to myself, this is still Africa, and I I don't want to limit myself to Africa. And so I go back into the internet, I search, and there was uh, to go through with the U.S. Minister of Education as a as an English teacher there. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. Okay, yeah, you can. You have you have to learn Spanish, and well, I'm excited. But at the through visa processes, 
I hear these voices from different people. Well, South America is the place of drugs. Are you sure? You know, are you sure? Trust me, I didn't have any relatives there. So I, I, I go to my, my father and I'm like, chilling now. And he looks at me and he's like, I trust your decisions. And I think him saying that also gave me like reassurance that I'm making the right decision. You know, so it's about people trusting you as well. You know, like when you have people trusting your choices about my family, um, they might be worried about everything. I am a spiritual person. So all those things then complement, you know, me as I go through this journey, this journey. Oh, 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 I, I see. I see. Because I'm thinking... I will never move to Chile. I'm sorry. I have nothing against Chile. But I'm thinking <laughs> language, culture, difference in everything. And it's such such a dope. Don't you think it's so interesting how we learn English from crash from from when you're young and then somehow some way it's become this powerful tool that empowers you to go around the country, around the world rather, teaching people English, you have to travel all because of English. And it's not like you major mm. in English and stuff. It's such no. a wonderful story. No. Exactly. So everything has, I think the 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 whole idea of advantage, yeah. right? So we come through the part where we're like, okay, we would like to embrace indigenous languages, right? Yes, yes. Out there, learning, knowing English, the English language for me personally has helped me, you know, places yeah. that's how i penetrate the world because i can speak english i can be able to teach english um it's not easy because we are deemed as non-native english speakers oh yes but, yes, 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 yes. but still that doesn't stop you like that that's why i go back to it's all and the grace that is upon people is different you know so i i say that's, that's how it goes that's so wild. You see, I have a theory. You know, you know, I love theories, conspiracy theories. I have a conspiracy theory that I think I should start learning Chinese. You know how British colonized the world and most countries speak English? I have a feeling at some point <laughs> teaching Chinese will make me money. I want to start learning Chinese. I'm telling you. Because it's so, so fascinating how people can travel the world just to teach English, you know? Like, language, they just speak out of their mouth like that. Hello? Hello? It's true, because you're looking at the powerful nations and their languages, right? They dominate. They dominate. Like, yeah. you go around... They, you go around... a. You look at English, you look at Chinese, you look at Spanish, um, you look at French. Yes. So, yeah, that that works, you know, like these languages are there. So it's it's good. It's good to learn languages, you know. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely, it it it's opens definitely. opportunities, right? You, you know, I've, I've always heard people say, um, like, they're going to China to teach English or they teach online and stuff. But then to, to actually talk to someone 
who has had their life being changed by knowing English and taking those yeah. kind of risks. I mean, it's such, but also, such a beautiful story, man. But also, right, it's not just the English because mm. Mm. So it's not just that. It's not, I'm saying it's not just the English. It's not just yeah, because I'll, I'm a drama teacher right now. I'm teaching drama at an international school. Um, wow! So it's all the things. Yeah, I'm teaching drama at an international school. So I'm in the same field that I studied uh, for. Um, so I, I I did go to I did go to Chile for English, and later on I was like, you know what? I felt like I wasn't English, right? So, but then it got to a point where I felt like intellectually I was stagnant. I wasn't developing okay. much. I wasn't developing much. I was in a place where I'm in a in a in a Chilean school surrounded by Spanish people who think I'm. Um, you know, because I know English, no one challenges me, right? No one challenges me in terms of like, okay, coming up with different things because they think, oh, you're good at it. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to change. I was like, you know what? I can't do this for more than two years. So I stayed almost two years there for two years and I was like, I'm off. And then my next was like, my next idea was I'm going back to my performing arts niche. So I went back to my performing arts niche and I started to teach drama, got involved in a school. So that also gave okay. me another, you know, like, okay, performing arts, but working as well alongside with the Juliet curriculum. I was like, well, that's good. So that exposure in the performing arts around the world again. So yeah, not just like, okay, that's looking at it from, not just looking at it from like, now I'm well fixed into Asian drama. Uh, European oh, that's so dope because for me if you tell me you're studying drama I'm thinking theater at some local local hall or somewhere just a gassy in the hood or so I mean it's true when they say follow your passion because for you your passion is just taking you so far like all over the world and that's that's so dope my friend um okay I, I, now I feel silly having to ask this question, but then looking at back, what would you do differently? Like, if what what do you know now that you'd want to do differently if you had to be taken back to the 19, 20 year old you went to a different town to study? I think the first thing is follow your heart, man. Live your life. Uh, run towards life and whatever brings life to you, do it. Do it with passion. Uh, work hard. You know, don't let anyone determine, you know, how you live your life. Right now, I'll tell my siblings, no, go and study somewhere else. Don't limit yourself. Very first part, go and study somewhere else, you know? Yes, yes, yes. So, oh, man, that's, that's, that's so dope, man. Like, for you to be world-traveled like you are already, I'm sure your passport is full of different stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I try. For you try, to be world traveled this much, this much, and you're so young. So young. Don't, I, I don't think I should uh, reveal your age. <laughs> but you're so young and you've been all over the world. I try. Roughly, how many languages can you speak? Ooh, languages now. So I would say, okay, um, Spanish, Thai. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, of course, English. Yes. Uh, French, 
Yep, I think that's just about it. Damn, man, you you so your mind your mind is now a goldfield now. I mean, you can save, you can literally survive anywhere in the world now. No, I try it. It's good. That's so it's dope, good. I think I think you know what, my friend. Huh? We have to learn Chinese. I'm telling you. <laughs> you see, you see the way Chinese is taking over Africa. Yes, absolutely. Ten years mm-hmm. time, villages in the royals be learning Chinese, and we have to pioneer <laughs> <doing> that. <laughs> to pioneer the language and learn the language. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We have to learn Chinese. They're taking over. <laughs> They've taken over. Already. We have to learn. I mean, you have to uh, learn many languages. You know, you have to learn many. I mean, that's another thing that find what you're passionate about. Dance if you want to dance. Learn yeah, something yeah, new. Yeah. Learn a new skill. Learn a new skill. Uh, travel. Fall in love. All those things. In, in, love in life. Order, Pray. I think when you say learn a new language or learn something new, like for me, I've always wanted to do this podcast thingy. Like I had this idea sometime last year. And then now that I'm doing it, like I'm learning how to design because you can't keep on paying people to do stuff. It's just starting up, is it? So I'm learning how to design. I'm learning how to edit. I'm now thinking out of the box. It's such a, you know, learning something new is always a beautiful thing, man. And I wish a lot of young people could could just experience, try to use the internet for good things. Explore YouTube, explore your mind. Go to so many online varsities now. Just grasp a new skill almost every three months or so, you know? Um. So yeah, learn something new. Use the internet for good. Learning new skill. Be hungry. You know, be hungry. You know, be curious. Be curious. Curiosity, man, will lead you to knowing so many things. Be curious. Be hungry. Be humble. Be willing to to learn. Be willing to unlearn things as well. Because that's a huge thing. What I've realized is sometimes you want to learn, but there are certain times where you need to unlearn things, you know? Oh, that's profound. Yeah. 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 You know what, Mel? It has been fun. I've, I've enjoyed diving into your mind. Such a well-traveled, well-spoken, uh, well-articulated person. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate it. You know, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Like I was. Thank you so much. I mean, I remember what day. He who tills his land shall have bread and more to spare. But he who chases fantasies will have poverty in plenty. Don't chase. Fa- Please don't chase fantasies. Don't. I, I don't even remember any of that. <laughs> I've unlearned it, as you said. <laughs> um. Uh. Thank you so much for having for for for, for having your time to to share with us the story and your journey through varsity. Um, especially your journey after varsity when you started adulting. I mean, traveling so much all over the world, from Africa to South America to Asia. That's that's so dope, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Um, guys, this was Mel. Um, I, I really appreciate her um coming onto the space and sharing a story. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of What in the Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Ronald. Any closing remarks? Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. I'll just like I'd like to say to people out there, like, choose life, run towards life. You know, 
run towards yes. life whatever whatever gives you life whatever makes you happy whatever works for you know 100% commit commit to whatever you're doing um and travel travel find yourself in different places learn you know new cultures new languages meet different people um yeah. before you go before you you, you log out um, yeah on the last episode i was told that even when it closed in the marks myself i didn't say goodbye to the people so um once again thank you for for placing us with your time with, our, with your time i know you are a to get away with whoever you are with <laughs> um guys this was mel this is such a beautiful person are you sure it's family or family to be? Family for now. But you know, family is not always blood, hey? <laughs> okay. But you know, family is not always blood. Oh, so... yes. Oh, yes. I, I know. I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. This was Mel coming, from, uh, coming to us from wherever she is up in the mountains. Um, it was creative in your Mel's... Um, Thank you for another episode of What in the Hardcore, the lives that we live, the end of high school. My city bound with the pipe dream. Academics with the demon, we've been fighting, we've been loving, we've been trying, never doubted, and we broke through. Put your hands in the sky, we survived through the highs and lows. They even cut us off. Just the tongue that was different, but the idea was bright. The vibe connected, the mind was sharp, the mind's elated. The hunt was pride. The hunt was pride. We were screaming for one more. But the days we never strayed. Look at the rain, pop the champagne, pick up the gloves, but never ends. Don't get caught up, this ain't the end, better toss a lot. Hardcore, the love that we lived They never thought we'd make it out But we put up a fight It was never easy, we were bleeding Had a pass to the We had to win, pay the cost We had to figure it out Hardcore, the love that we lived They never thought we'd make it out But we put up a fight It was never easy, we were bleeding Had a pass to the We had to win, pay the cost We had to figure it out What is the best in Oh, the love that we need.